Welcome back to Views from ETC Venues. I am show host Caleb Parker, and I'm here today with my co-host, Marg, who joined us on one of the last podcasts. Great to be here, Caleb. Good to have you. And we're also joined by Fiona and Manny with ETC Venues. I'm really excited to hear from you guys about your upcoming trip to New York. But I think what's important for, um, for, for me and for I think everybody listening is to get to know people, the people behind the brand, ETC Venues. And um, so this is why you're here. Yeah. So without further ado, uh, we'll start with you, Manny. Can you introduce yourself? Tell us how long you've been with the company, what you do. Um, did you enjoy the, the, this record heat this past weekend? Sure. Um, so my name is Manny Sembi. Um, I'm Director of Sales for New York. Um, I joined the business um, a little over 11 years ago. Um, it was a super exciting time for the company because it was their first venture outside of the capital. Um, so I joined opening the first venue in Birmingham. Um, and then I relocated um, shortly after that um, to join the London team. And I've been here looking after a couple of the London venues um, for the last five years, including the expansion of our first venue in the West End. Um, in terms of the, the lovely weather we've had here this weekend, sadly I missed it. I was actually jetting what? up to New York. I oh, know. Oh, well. Um, so we had some nice weather there, but not as good as you guys had here in um, the UK. And yeah, we had lots of fun. So we were there for about a week, lots of walking around, lots of sightseeing, um, and just enjoying the fun of the, the city. Excellent. We'll come back to you in a moment because I have some more questions. Sure. Fiona. Hi. Tell us about yourself. Um, so my name is Fiona McPherson. I am Vice President of Business Development for USA Exeter Venues. Um, I have been with the company for just over six years. So I started with St. Paul's. I want to have been one of our conference venues in the city. Um, and then I opened, I've opened four venues with Exeter Venues, um, the larger conference space. So um, obviously very excited to move to, to New York with Manny. Um, and we are going to be looking at the larger conference space so it's going to be a very exciting exciting time something I've done before obviously opening the venues but doing it in a in a new city is going to be a challenge but a fun challenge I'm ready for so you're a veteran at opening these new locations yes right. <laughs> so Marg I have a question sure. for you um, so clearly you've got some veterans here mm -hmm. uh, what what was the deciding factor to um, get Fiona and Manny to lead up the, the team over in New York well, I think that both uh, Manny and Fernie have a huge amount of experience in terms of what we do within etc. So, you know, Manny's a fantastic leader in terms of the sales teams and the procedures and the systems that we use. Uh, Fiona's worked with all the um, proactive activities that we work to bring in the new clients. So it's a nice combination of, of experience. Um, and we're also, when we open a new venue, we never sort of just throw someone in there that's new. We want to have that experience of what etc. Venues is, how we operate, and how they can support. So given that the girls have both been with us for such a long time, they'll be able to open a new market, but equally keep those ties then back to London, to the home office, to where we are, um, and be able to then sort of bridge that gap because we're, we're aware that, that you know there's a distance and there's a time difference as well so we need to be able to still make the teams feel that they're part of etc venues and by taking people who are etc venue people we can then build that brand up in the states as well so I have a another probably more important question so okay. in, the, in the last podcast uh, you told us that you're in a rock band and, yeah, and so I'm just, I'm just curious, do you, uh, are Fiona and Manny part of this rock band as well? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. So, oh. so Manny sings, okay. and um, Fiona's a drummer. Yes. Right. Yep. So are you going to sing for us now? Uh, no. Sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, fine. I'm just fine. overcoming a cold, so bad timing. Oh, <laughs> uh, bad timing. Shucks. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Well, getting back to business, um, sure. he heading heading into into New York, it's exciting. Um, you've both been there before. With the typical event planners that you're working with here in London, do you expect to find the same type of planners in New York? What is the typical planner that you're dealing with? Um, we expect that there's no typical event planner, um, which is what our experience tells us today. Um, we have a variation of event planners, and that could be anything from what we class as an accidental planner, somebody who falls into event planning as a bit of a sideline, um, needs a bit more guidance when it comes to finding a venue and, and delivering what it is they're expected to, to, to put together. Um, we also have an example of what we call a professional event planner, and that is somebody who is, that is their prime focus within their role. Um, very experienced, knows exactly what they're after, um, and then we also have what we call event designers. So those are the more creative and looking for a, a partner that can really build what it is that they have in, in their minds. So we don't really see there to be a typical event planner. Yeah, and I think even within sort of those categories, you've got very different people. So you may have somebody who um, they plan 500 events a year but they still, you still, you know, you do every step with them meticulously, but then you might have someone who runs 10 events a year and they'll call you or you call them, they book their contract within 10 minutes, done. So just, I think everyone's very different um, in terms of the other planners. I mean, I've worked with, you know, people in marketing, I've worked with PAs, I've worked with directors, I've worked with doctors, like junior doctors running events. So you just pretty much everyone really as a planner. Yeah. I think that's really important as well, that every event is unique to that person. So even if you have a routine, someone who's booked loads of events, that particular event is still a unique event and might be slightly different, even if it is a copy of something they did last week, mm. just by the very virtue of the delegates and the people who are there. So it's about looking at each individual event, really, and each individual booker. So in, in the last one of the last podcasts, um, we, we asked uh, Mark and Alistair, um, going into New York, you're going to be competing against some of the best class hotels in the world. How do you feel about that? Is that, is that a big challenge? Are you excited? Is it scary? How are you feeling? Super excited is the word I would say. Um, and it's going to be a challenge that uh, we very much welcome. Um, so we know there's plenty of hotels um, in New York. And what we're proud of and what we know as a model that works in the UK, bringing it over to the, to the US, is that um, we're specialists in what we do. Um, and that's where we really see our opportunity in comparison to the, the range of hotel offerings um, in New York. Um, so I think with us being able to home in on, on what we do best, and that is specializing in the training, conferences, meetings and event venue space, um, really helps give us that confidence before we, we uh, yeah, step over. Going into a big city like New York and you're not a new brand period, mm -hmm. but your new brand for New York, yeah. but being able to, to lean on your experience here in, in, in the UK and take that into New York, I think it's exciting, personally. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, hotels, um, their, special, their specialist area is their, their guest room stock. Um, so any ancillary space they sell on, on the side of that is, is an addition to their, their revenue stream. Um, and it's the opposite for us. You know, we, everything from our, our food offering to our built-in AV, um, is what we will be looking to home in on and, and really spread the word. Well, you've both been with ETC venues for quite some time now, mm -hmm. so um, you've left the hotel 
side of the, the business and, and you've stayed here so there's yeah. clearly something there yeah. you're, you're liking. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And um, there's something to be said for working for a business for a long period of time that just consistently grow. I mean, I joined the business when we had seven venues um, in London and we're up to 17 now. So being part of a, a company that is consistently growing, always looking forward and investing in, in areas of food and quality AV um, speaks volumes. So Manny, I'm curious, uh, you've, you've been doing this for quite some time, what's one of the biggest challenges that you've had to face and deal with um, when it comes to um, your, your clients and, and the questions they ask, they ask you? Good question. I think um, more so now the challenge is um, clients trying to compare like for like when they're comparing us and our product and what our offering to a hotel when actually they're completely different. And there's a lot of talk, um, you know, about return on investment. But we in, in the UK host a number of graduate programs. And what we're finding is there's a lot more conversation around return on engagement as opposed mm. to return on investment. Um, so clients yeah. that we work with on a regular basis um, will often look at um, the investment they put into a program um, for their attendees. Um, and if those attendees will actually still be with them um, a year later. Um, so that's more of a measurement um, that we're hearing more so about in, in our industry as opposed to return on investment, which is fantastic for us in the sense that, you know, that's exactly what we home in on. That's what we specialize in and making sure that the program, the delivery, everything from the point of arrival through to the AV, to the service, um, the food quality is, is in line with their expectations and will help facilitate their return on engagement. So I think some event planners listening right now might hear that and kind of say, okay, that sounds good, but what does that really mean? So what are you hearing from your clients or that, that you're giving them these positive engagement analytics? Are, are, what are they telling you? Are they coming to you and saying, how are you helping them measure that? I think it's on a case-by-case -case basis. It's understanding what that individual booker is, is looking for and what, what they put at the top of their list in terms of engagement and really homing in on that area, be it AV, be it the food quality, be it the, the experience and the service and delivery on the day. Um, so we have the flexibility to, to push and pull you know, where we see fit and, and facilitate that. I think we've always been proud of not being the cheapest option on the market because there's always going to be someone who's cheaper. And that's not the game that we play. What we do is we deliver really good service and quality so that people who are attending the training of the conference actually learn something and go away and can use that then in their business when they get back to their desks. Um, we've had clients who have left us because they found a cheaper option. And Fiona calls them her boomerang, boomerang. clients. <laughs> and that's fine. And sometimes we say, okay, you know what? We're not going to play that game. Go somewhere else. You will find a cheaper option. And then they come back to us. Why? Because the service is better. Because their attendees are actually listening. Because they're engaged during the session. Because the food was there so the delegates didn't fall asleep. Because they didn't lose half the delegates after the lunch break. So a number of different factors. As Manny says, it will depend on the individual client, what those KPAs are. But definitely, we don't play that sort of price game because that's not what it's about. A, a, a training session shouldn't be a cost to your business. It should be something that you need to do to ensure that your business grows. I think we could do a whole podcast around that. Absolutely. So, Manny, you've been doing this for quite some time here in London and Birmingham. I'm curious, what's some of the 
maybe the biggest challenge or the, the hardest question or what are you hearing from your clients that really makes you go, hmm. What we want to do is make sure that they appreciate the fact that it is more about the experience. And what we do is we understand each individual booker's requirements understand what is the most important factor to them, be it the AV, be it the quality of the food, be it the service element, um, and really home in on that and make sure it's a, a creative experience, for, the best experience for them possible. So when you say um, the, the food or the AV being important things, what, what drives that being the most important thing? What is it from the event planner that you're talking to that says, okay, I want food to be this way? Sure. So if an, uh, an event planner comes to us to say um, that the purpose of their event is around the quality of the food and the networking element of the event, then we can really home in on that and make sure that they have all the options available um, which facilitate that. So we can talk them through all the menu options specifically created by our in-house chefs, um, talk them through how we can set up food stations to make sure that they're their attendees engage as much as possible whilst being able to enjoy the food at the same time. Sure. And you know, a lot of our venues here in London, and I know what we're planning to do in New York, we don't have a lot of fixed points, so we can be incredibly flexible. As Manny mentioned, if you've got sponsors, um, so you know, we put food near sponsors because people migrate to the food, so then keeps sponsors happy. So just having that flexibility of our space, which allows us to, you know, do what the client wants with that space. Well, Manny, Fiona, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you. Thank, thank you for you. being an amazing co-host. Oh, very well. <laughs> You're going to join me for the rest of them now, <laughs> Absolutely right? Absolutely, no okay, problem. Okay, yeah. good stuff. Well, all the best to you as you go over to Cross the Pond into New York and uh, wishing you much luck. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you, so much. thank you for tuning in and be sure to tune in to the next episode of Views from ETC Venues.